0: RSVP with the government. Your plans to rush Area 51 with 700,000 of your closest
1: friends. Finalize your wedding venue that includes a petrified witch.
0: Confirm your suspicions that the world is getting dumber.
1: All this and more to excite, expose, and exacerbate. It's beyond the
0: imagination. It's beyond the moon. It's this week's tantalizing tipple of Odd
1: Tonic. Welcome to The Parlor. I'm Jennifer.
0: And I'm Maxwell. The tea has been steeping as we've been selecting the choicest clippings of recent weird news. Um, hand me the newspaper, love.
1: Uh, no, I'm almost done with this word puzzle. <laughs> what, what's an eight-letter word for unearthly beauty?
0: But the show is starting, my darling.
1: Can't this be the show? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bear with us, dear guest. Uh, as soon as I can pull our Jennifer from the funnies page, we'll embark upon strange tales of weird experiments, ghostly wedding arrangements, and even something that we haven't talked about yet on Odd Tonic.
1: The Goatman of Kentucky?
0: Extra-terrestrials.
1: Oh, then Ad Astra.
0: Uh, but first... Yes, love? I believe the eight-letter word you were looking for was
1: Jennifer. Oh, you devil. As
0: we haunt tonight's headlines, we'll discover that a demonic goat can tank your real estate marketability. We'll ponder with scientists the possibility of breaking through a wall into another reality. So worth losing your damage deposit. Boy. <laughs> but first, let's explore a town's new marker of historical interest that recalls a most unusual night of fishing.
1: Late last month, in June 2019, a historical marker was placed alongside the riverbank in Pascagoula, Mississippi, to commemorate one of the best documented cases of alien abduction in the world, much less a small town the abduction of Charlie Hickson and Kelvin Parker Jr. In 1973, Charlie, 42, and Kelvin, 19, had gone fishing after work at an abandoned boat launch and were still there after the sun went down. Charlie later recounted what happened next in his 1983 book, UFO Contact, at Pascagoula.
0: I had just gotten a bite and was reeling it in. As I suspected, he had gotten my bait. The bait was behind us, and as I turned to get some, I almost froze with fear. A zipping sound was all I heard, and about 60 or 70 feet away, some kind of craft was approaching the ground. Calvin had turned by this time and was facing the craft. He glanced my way, desperately searching my face for an explanation. I didn't have one. I could hardly believe my eyes. What could it be? I couldn't imagine where it could have come from. No engine noise, just a pulsing blue light. Or was the light revolving? The craft hovered there about one and a half to two feet off the ground. No noise, no wings, not even touching the ground. It was eight or ten feet high, shaped like a football, more blunt on one end with a small dome-like structure on top. At this point, I was frightened but curious. I don't believe anyone could have prepared for what happened next. An opening appeared in the end that was toward us. The blue light had gone out. The inside seemed to glow. My flesh crawls now when I think about the three beings that appeared through the opening. By the expression on Calvin's face, I knew I wasn't seeing this alone. I couldn't control myself. I shook from fear as Calvin screamed. What do they want? What are they going to do? I cried. As if to answer my question, they glided out of the opening, staying about the same height off the ground as the craft, and came for us. If they had had a more human likeness, it wouldn't have shocked me so. The head seemed to come directly to the shoulders, no neck, and something resembling a nose came to a point about two inches long. On each side of the head, where the ears should be, was something similar to the nose. Directly under the nose was a slit resembling a mouth. The arms were something like human arms, but long in proportion to the body. The hands seemed like a mitten, but there was a thumb attached. The legs remained together and the feet seemed something like elephants feet. The entire body was wrinkled and had a grayish color. There could have been eyes, but the area above the nose was so wrinkled that I couldn't tell. Two of them took hold of my arms, one on each side. I instantly felt a pain in my left arm, but just as quick it was gone and and I became helpless I could not move and had no sensation of feelings. One of them took hold of Calvin. I saw him go limp and found out later that he had fainted. As they were taking me aboard the craft, I remembered reading on different occasions in the past where people had disappeared or vanished. I thought, will this happen to us? Will anyone ever know what happened if they take us away? Inside the craft, the light was almost blinding, and then I saw it. Something that resembled a big eye seemed to come directly from the wall. The eye came closer and stopped about six inches from my face. The end that focused on me was a different color type of material than the rest of it. I tried to close my eyes but some force kept them open. The eye lingered there for a while and then it started to move down my body and returned to move over my entire body. The eye had finished and moved back into the wall. The things that had released me had to be somewhere behind me. I tried to move again, but the force was still there. I was alone for what seemed like an eternity, but couldn't have been more than a few minutes. Then, I saw them again. They took hold of me, same as before. The opening appeared again, and we glided toward it. Maybe this isn't my day to die, I thought. We glided through the opening and moved toward the place they had taken me from. My feet were touching the ground. When they released me, I fell when my legs gave way. Then I looked up. My God, what have they done to him? Calvin was standing there with his arms outstretched, almost in shock. There was more terror on Calvin's face than I had ever seen on anyone's. I started to crawl towards him, but rose to my feet before I reached him. Just before I reached him, I heard the zipping sound again. And when I looked around, I saw the blue lights, and almost instantly, the craft was gone. I can recall something raced across my mind. We are peaceful. We meant you no harm. My God, they had been from another world. I couldn't believe it. I had physical contact with something beyond all earth.
1: They ran for help. At first, sheriff investigators thought the men were drunk, or lying. After interviewing the men, they left the room with a recorder, secretly taping, hoping to catch the pair dropping the act once they left. But they didn't. Instead, they captured, in part, this discussion. Charlie's voice was shaky as he spoke to Calvin about the investigators' relentless questions.
0: I can't take much more of that.
1: I gotta get home, get to bed, get some nerve pills, see a doctor or something. I can't stand it. I'm about to go half crazy.
0: I tell you, when we get through, I'll give you something to settle you down so you can get some sleep.
1: I can't sleep yet like this. It's just damn near crazy.
0: Well, Calvin, when they brought you out, when they brought me out of that thing, man, I'd like to never in Hades got you straightened out.
1: Oh, my arms. My arms, I remember they just froze up and I couldn't move. Just like I stepped on a dang rattlesnake. Yeah,
0: they didn't do me that way.
1: You see how that damn door come right up? It Just lay it up, and just like that, they come out.
0: I know. You can't believe it. You can't make people believe it.
1: I paralyzed right then. I couldn't move.
0: They won't believe it. They're going to believe it one of these days. It might be too late. I knew all along there was people from other worlds up there. I knew all along, but I never thought it would happen to me.
1: Investigator Captain Glenn Ryder later said, We did everything we knew to try to break their stories. If they were lying to me they should have been in Hollywood. In addition to the men never deviating from their story, other intriguing factors were that each had a puncture wound on one arm, and both men later passed a polygraph test. The case also remains unique in that UFO investigators rarely get recorded accounts within a few hours after an abduction event. Overnight, Charlie and Kelvin's story was national news, In March of 2019, as the city was discussing plans for the marker, new witnesses emerged claiming they saw an unidentified flying object with flashing blue lights going up and down the Pasigula River. They said they kept it secret all these years because they were afraid of people's reactions. One of them, Maria Blair, told the Clarion Ledger, the story is very true. That's what has bothered me for 45 years. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Of all of the uncanny parts of this story, the most outstanding of all, for me, is the irony of these two fishermen themselves getting (laughs) reeled into an interplanetary catch-and-release program.
1: (laughs) Now I'm just going to picture them like the fish in the supermarket with the wide, shocked mouth. Like, oh! (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Poor Charlie. Poor Ah, Calvin. What a story. Yes. When we return, we'll discuss an IQ trend that is raising nothing but alarms and a UFO-crazed Facebook event that is raising RSVP numbers by the hundreds of thousands.
1: Don't get Shanghai to Saturn, dear guest. Odd Tonic will be right back after this starlit trip around the moon.
0: Do you remember life before Odd Tonic? Perhaps you were alone, lost in the dark forest, during a thunderstorm, with the wolves after you, or
1: trapped in a haunted conservatory because you couldn't remember where the secret passage was.
0: But now, you're here with us, in the parlor, warm cup of tea lively, welcoming hearth.
1: Discussing more mysterious and phantasmagoric stories than you could have ever dreamed. Help
0: others find their way to Odd Tonic's parlor as well. Write us a kind review on iTunes and let other fellow weirdos know about
1: our devastating fashion sense. Mm,
0: I was going to suggest strange history and weird science.
1: (laughs) Probably more helpful. There are other things you can do as well. Tell your weird new neighbor or co-worker about Odd Tonic. Share the latest strange news you've heard with your gardener or grocery store clerk and be delighted in the puzzled looks they give you.
0: And of course, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Odd Tonic Society.
1: Don't forget YouTube.
0: Oh, that's right. Search for Odd Tonic and unearth our new channel on YouTube. Check it out and please subscribe. We're everywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now let's return for more up-to-the-minute strange and stirring stories.
0: Welcome back. So far, we've learned that a bad day of fishing beats a good day of alien abduction.
1: (laughs) However, that doesn't keep some people from still being drawn to the idea of UFOs, while others like a more down-to-earth thrill, like defying signs that say, keep out. Now, if you enjoy both those things...
0: Apparently, you're not alone. Last we checked, nearly 700,000 people have signed up for a Facebook event pledging to raid Area 51 in Nevada in a quest to, quote, see them aliens.
1: The event, titled Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, is inviting users from around the world to meet up and storm the grounds for an invigorating and government-defying stampede to finally see the ETs and their sweet interstellar rides rumored to be parked at the base. Man. (laughs) The Facebook event jokingly suggests approaching the military compound in a Naruto run, which is a Japanese manga-inspired running style featuring arms outstretched backwards and head Forward because this promises that, quote, we can move faster than their bullets. <laughs> Facebook poster Jackson Barnes suggested this strategy. The basic idea is that the Kyles, aka the Pretty Boys, form the front line. We feed them enough psilocybin and monster energy and say that anyone in camouflage is their stepdad and that the entire base is made of drywall (laughs) and then they will go berserk and become an impenetrable wall. (laughs) Then the rock throwers will throw pebbles at the inevitable resistance. We don't want to hurt them. We just want to annoy them enough to not shoot the Kyles as often. (laughs) While this is happening, the two Naruto runner battalions will run full speed around the north and south flank and shadow clone Jitsu (laughs) effectively tripling our numbers and overwhelming the base. (laughs) Another post was more concerned with the practicality of it and asked, can we expect much transportation to be provided? Like shuttle buses? I don't want to walk too much. Dude, it's a freaking desert. You're going to be walking. At the end, we're not sure how seriously organized this event will be, at least Jackson's trying, or how the government will respond to over half a million people ringing their doorbell. Mm -hmm. But if you don't plan on attending on September 20th, mark your calendar to see what happens. It could be spectacular.
0: Well, let's see. September 20th. So that makes this event a Virgo Mm -hmm. with a Libra cusp. Mm -hmm. So its Libra-ness defines its focus on the equal balance of knowledge, while (laughs) its highly organized Virgo-ness predicts that the runners will be really upset if someone forgets the potato salad.
1: (laughs) I think we should do horoscopes for all events from now on (laughs) to predict how they'll end up. (laughs) At least it's nice to see people having fun and enjoying a good joke about the idea. Not sure how smart of a plan it would be to storm any (laughs) military-occupied space. I mean, most people try to avoid confrontations even in airport security lines, let alone base installations. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And with that, let's climb over the barbed wire fence and into an equally thorny predicament. IQ rates are mysteriously declining throughout much of the developed world.
0: For a while, rising IQ scores seemed like clear evidence of social progress, proof that humanity was getting steadily smarter. Scholars called it the Flynn effect, in homage to J.R. Flynn, the researcher who recognized the full scope of the trend. In the 20th century, IQ scores were rising at a rate of about three points per decade. These days, however, Flynn himself concedes that, quote, the IQ gains of the 20th century have faltered. A range of studies using a variety of well-established IQ tests and metrics have found declining scores across Scandinavia, Britain, Germany, France, and Australia. Looking at the data, what the results show is that a turning point for the Flynn effect occurred for those born post-1975, equivalent to seven fewer IQ score points per generation. In a new study, the researchers observed IQ drops occurring within actual families, between brothers and sons, meaning the effect likely isn't due to shifting demographic factors. Instead, it suggests changes in lifestyle could be what's behind these lower IQs, perhaps due to the way children are educated, the way they're brought up, and the things they spend time doing more and less, the types of play they engage in, whether they read books, and so on. There are also other possibilities, largely untested, such as global warming making food less nutritious or information-age devices sapping our ability to focus. Ultimately, it would be nice to pin down the precise reason IQ scores are dropping before we're too intellectually challenged to figure it out.
1: Well, that's concerning. (laughs) Slowly puts down phone and grabs a new book to read.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe we can raise our intellect with a science story next.
1: If not, I just grabbed a really interesting picture book. (laughs) We want to coast towards derp derp hood. (laughs) The notion that we may live in only one of an infinite number of parallel dimensions is nothing new. This has been proposed many times by many physicists, including Hugh Everett, who in 1957 put forward his many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics. Everett's theory suggested that these parallel universes play out every permutation of possible outcomes. In one universe, you may drive a slightly different car or die trying to storm Area 51 <laughs> or not exist at all. Controversially, however, Everett also suggests that none of these universes are able to influence our own universe, thus making the whole concept impossible to prove. Now, though, scientists at Oak Ridge National Laboratory in eastern Tennessee are hoping to challenge this by conducting an experiment that could, in theory, produce evidence to suggest that particles can move back and forth between parallel universes. The research builds upon anomalous results from the 1990s involving neutron particles which seem to break down into protons at differing rates instead of at the same rate as should be expected. The experiment itself would involve firing a beam of neutrons at a solid wall with a neutron detector set up on the other side.
0: It's very uh, Buckaroo Bonsai inspired, I
1: think. (laughs) I have an idea. (laughs) Normally, the detector should pick up nothing at all because the neutrons cannot pass through the wall. However, scientists believe that some of them may temporarily oscillate into a mirror universe and back, enabling them to pass through the wall where the detector will pick them up. Wow. Whether such an outcome will be enough to prove the existence of parallel universes, however, remains unclear.
0: Hmm, it's fascinating.
1: <laughs> also remaining unclear is whether or not we should be messing with alternate universes.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Bizarro Jennifer may disagree.
1: She could be working on this right now. <laughs> We're due. There's plenty of doom on this side of the universe already, including this spooky real estate listing that can't seem to capture a happy buyer.
0: A house dubbed the most haunted in England has a state agent's warning that it could be impossible to sell as a normal home. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Hmm, Go figure. The building in St. Osyth, Essex, is known as The Cage because of its use as a medieval prison where 13 witches were kept while awaiting trial in 1582. Three, including the notorious Ursula Kemp, were subsequently found guilty and hanged, and some believe their spirits have lingered at the site. Vanessa Mitchell, who has owned the building since 2004, says her time at the house was plagued by hauntings. She fled the house in 2008 and has been trying to sell it since. And now the home is back on the market for £240,000. Terrifying amenities include shadow people, mysterious blood splatters, a ghost of a witch, a demonic goat, invisible shoves to topple you over, as well as a spooky slap on the butt. <laughs> Estate agents are hoping the property can be sold as a holiday escape for thrill seekers, (laughs) or at least pinning their hopes on a buyer who appreciates the paranormal. Mm -hmm. Spokesman Florent Lambert says, I think it's going to be pretty impossible to sell the house to anyone that wants to live normally inside. Mm -hmm. And there's a market to turn the property into a holiday cottage with a twist, that twist being its paranormal edge. He also added that an owner renting out the house as a paranormal experience would have a year-round opportunity, since ghost experiences aren't only sought out during fair-weather months.
1: (laughs) Way to sell it, Lambert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Especially around Christmas and on gloomy days, it's likely to attract tourists anyway.
1: (laughs) Nothing says family Christmas experience (laughs) like demonic goat (laughs) encounters. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Mr. Lambert said his research indicated that most of the previous owners had only kept the cage for roughly three years before selling it. He also found a previous owner had also committed suicide in the house.
1: Way to not sell it, Lambert.
0: <laughs> if you are interested in the property, contact agents with Home Dumas 360 who are arranging special viewing experiences.
1: Does that mean we could wrangle a free ghost tour in the guise of house hunting?
0: (laughs) Isn't that normal house hunting?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. We saw many a house with unsettling vibes without even trying. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think those are just the odds. You end up walking through a a lot of weird vibes before you. Uh, find the weirdness you can live with.
1: <laughs> Speaking of perfect matches, dear guest, you may remember a story we covered of Amethyst Realm, who found the ghost love of her life.
0: Yes, and her ghost lover proposed to her at the Wookie Caves in England.
1: <laughs> we have a few exciting updates to her story. A British woman's engagement to a ghost she met in Australia is getting others into the wedding spirit. Amethyst Realm of Bristol announced that the unnamed ghost proposed to her during a visit to England's Wookie Hole Caves in Somerset. Now the resort where the caves are located has offered to host the wedding of Realm and her ghostly groom. <laughs> Resort director Daniel Medley says, Amethyst Realm is not the first and won't be the last person to experience out-of-body sensations at the caves. We have been recognized as a crossover point to the spirit world since the Stone Age, a place where people connect with long-lost friends and relatives no longer with us.
0: Plus, check out our 24-hour live cheese cam!
1: Well, if Amethyst and her ghost man have their wedding at the caves, maybe they can have the reception at the cage house we just talked about.
0: (laughs) Well, that makes sense. The cottage would be filled with those representing the groom's side. Uh,
1: Uh, 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 (laughs) The Wookiee Caves Resort also has a woman who dresses up as the Wookiee Witch, who Medley says could perform the couple's wedding. (laughs) The Wookiee witch is named after a stalagmite in the cave that looks like a woman who has turned to stone. Wow. He added cheekily, and she would be happy to help them reward the to-death-to-us-part clause. Uh,
0: we've got to get to the Wookiee caves. This place sounds bonkers. <laughs>
1: i got to see that cheese cam. <laughs> no wedding date has been announced, and Realm has not officially accepted the offer. However, she may be looking beyond the wedding to the next stage, Parenthood.
0: Oh no.
1: Miss Realm also confessed her desire to get pregnant with a ghost baby. I've done a bit of research on phantom pregnancy, she said. There's a possibility that it is a ghost inside you, but people don't know how to carry it to full term. I have questions.
0: (laughs) About what? It seems pretty straightforward.
1: Ghost babies.
0: Oh, you don't want to know how to apply to become the Wookiee Witch.
1: (laughs) I have enough witch responsibilities. Plus, that costume sounds itchy.
0: (laughs) Well, that (laughs) wraps up this edition of Odd Tonic. We hope you've enjoyed this spirited selection of subjects we offered.
1: (laughs) The world never fails to prove there is always a new enigma to ponder over. Or be disturbed by. Yeah,
0: it's pretty eye-opening, isn't it?
1: Enlightenment through disquiet horror. (laughs) It's one of our many offerings.
0: Speaking of offerings, head over to our Patreon page and peruse the spooky rewards you can receive for supporting the podcast. Your donation directly supports the production of the show in countless ways.
1: Mm, Find us on patreon.com slash tonic. We'll be back next week with more weird history, strange science, and paranormal popularities.
0: This is, dear guest, goodbye for now. But remember, if you ever find yourself fishing along the riverbank on a fine summer evening, when a strange blue light illuminates the sky above, revealing mitten-thumbed hands that reach out to grab you, don't worry.
1: It's just us. Good night.